0: The book of Philippians says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. That's out of Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, It is well. It is well with my soul. This is the first stanza of an old, well-known hymn entitled It Is Well With My Soul. It was written by Horatio Spafford. And this hymn was written after traumatic events in Spafford's life. Horatio Spafford was a successful lawyer and businessman in Chicago. He lived there with his wife, Anna, and five children. He had established a very successful legal practice as a young businessman. He was a Presbyterian layman and a devout Christian. The Spafford family was not new to having tragic events in their lives. They had already experienced the loss of their four-year-old son, and during the Great Chicago Fire of 1871, Spafford was ruined financially because he had invested significantly in property, which was destroyed in the fire. His business interests were further hit by the economic downturn of 1873. After these events, Spafford was looking for a change in Having a desire to join and assist his friend Moody with his evangelistic campaigns in Great Britain, Spafford decided to plan a European trip for him and his family. In a late change of plan, he sent the family ahead while he was delayed on business concerning zoning problems following that great Chicago fire. He remained in Chicago, only to follow his family in a few days. While Spafford's family was crossing the Atlantic Ocean, the ship the Ville du Havre sank rapidly after a collision with a Scottish vessel, the Loch Earn. Within approximately 12 minutes, the Ville du Havre slipped beneath the dark waters of the Atlantic, carrying with it 226 of the passengers, including the four Spafford children who perished, leaving Anna, their mother, as the only survivor. A sailor rolling a small boat over the spot where the ship went down, spotted Anna floating on a piece of the wreckage. He pulled her into the boat and they were picked up by another large vessel that later arrived in Cardiff Wells. From there she wired her husband a message which began saved alone. What shall I do? Mr. Spafford booked passage on the next available ship and left immediately to join his grieving wife. With the ship about four days out The captain called Spafford to his cabin and told him that they were over the place where his children had went down. This hymn is said to have been written as he approached the area of the ocean, thought to be where the ship carrying his daughters had sunk. Later in August of 1881, Spafford and his wife moved to Jerusalem out of a deep interest in the Holy Land. There they established the American colony, a Christian utopian society engaged in philanthropic activities among Jews, Muslims, and Christians. It was in Jerusalem where Spafford died and was buried. Like Spafford, many of us today have gone through or are going through tragic events in our life. Many of us have lost loved ones way too early. Many have lost all financially due to circumstances beyond our control. Many have lost homes due to natural disasters Many have been devastated by terminal illness, wars and tragedies and trials of all kinds. Like Spafford, many of us know the deep heartache of losing a child or a very dear loved one. And sometimes it's pain that has no equal. I've gone through several deaths in my family and it's just as hard as the next one. But the one thing that I was always glad of was the faith I have in Christ. If it wasn't for Christ, I wouldn't have been able to cope with the passing of my loved ones. I can't imagine going through something as bad as losing a family member and they had not knowing or having Christ or not even being able to depend on Christ to help make it possible to get you through it. Maybe that is the reason why so many turn to substance abuse such as drugs and alcohol. Many can't cope with these events and find destructive and harmful ways to try and deal with the hardships which always leads to more heartache and grief. Life can bring us many challenges, many uncertainties, and many sorrows. Sometimes we are downcast and we're left disturbed. We can feel anxious fearful, angered, we can feel overwhelmed and sad, depressed, that leaves us feeling despair. During times of horrific circumstances in our lives, we find ourselves asking questions as, why? Why is this happening? What did I do to deserve this? We feel we need and want answers, but there's none available. Maybe God seems very far away, leaving us feeling alone. All throughout history, people have felt like this at times. It's natural to ask these questions. But the truth is that God does have the answers. And in time, we too will have all of our questions answered. Today, just like in times past, God's people experience great hardships and turmoils which are surrounded by circumstances beyond our control, leaving us with many unknowns. But through all of this, God has given us his unbreaking promises. God has promised us peace with assurance of hope, and he's promised us his unending love. We have the perfect love from the God of love himself. One thing we need to remember is that God knows all about our grief. Because you see, God allowed his one and only son to come to earth for the sole purpose to die. He sent his son to die on a cross for you, and he did it for me. Jesus committed no sin. He didn't deserve to die, but he did. And he did it willingly. It was because of love that this was done. And there is no greater love for someone than to to die for another. God had to watch his son being beaten and spat on, lied about, hated and despised. And then he had to watch him hanging naked on a cross with his blood dripping down. Job and the psalmist talk about much of the grief they felt and the turmoil they went through. More importantly, God let their writings be shared with us to help us in our own struggles. Why are you cast down, all my soul? And why are you disquieted within me, hoping God? For I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. The Psalms just wrote that in the book of Psalms, chapter 42. First Peter tells us to be sober, be vigilant, Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And that is exactly what Satan does. He roams around the world looking for people to devour. The devil tries to use the tragic events in our lives to instill fear in us. Many things contribute to people being fearful. A sudden and overwhelming event uncertainty about the future, a sense of powerlessness, and the inability to control what will happen. The evil one is the reason and the cause of why we have all the horrible events in our lives. Satan is the one who wants to see you miserable and broken. But we don't fear because we have God. The devil was defeated once and for all when Christ died on the cross that devil's fate was sealed at that moment. and Someday soon, Jesus will come back for all of his children. You see, God never gave us the spirit of fear. And to overcome this, we must learn to rest in his perfect love so that hearts will be without fear. We must fill our hearts with Jesus. We must focus our minds on Jesus to help overcome fear. We must... Discipline our minds not to give way to the motions of fear. We must fill our minds with the word of God and his promises. promises, His promises must be applied to our own situations. We must deliberately put trust in God and acknowledge that God is in control of our lives and nothing happens by accident. We need to remember that God loves and cares for us and embrace the divine will of God, no matter what comes our way. And it's important to know that we have an eternal glory with Christ. Things that happen to us sometimes doesn't bring us any joy at all. But we still have the peace of God. Christ is our peace, the peace to keep yourself strong and give reassurance to withstand with confidence all of life's uncertainties. And remember, too, that peace and joy are two different things. The world we live in seems to grow ever more in turmoil and upheaval. The future events have never been more uncertain than they are now. Disease, death, wars, violence on the rise, exploitation of every kind. We're experiencing more and more Christian persecution at an alarming rate. We're experiencing more natural disasters than ever before, and our economic situation is in a huge concern. But no matter the circumstances, we need to guard our relationship with Christ. And for those who don't know Christ, there is no time to delay in getting to know him and accepting him as your Lord and Savior. Because quite frankly, your life truly does depend on it. Believers need to strengthen their relationship with Christ as well. See, the sad truth of the matter is that someday some only call on God when they think they need him to change or to fix a situation, and then they put him back on the shelf. But the truth is that we should be making Christ a priority in our lives. We should trust in him at every moment of every day. We must learn to trust God. And we start to learn by desiring to live a life towards God. We must desire to know him better, to love him more. We must conform ourselves to his will. We let our thoughts dwell on him and delight in his character in his promises, his creation, and of course, his salvation. We must live a life dependent on God. And it is in God that we find true comfort. And we must have faith in our Lord and Savior. We need to live a life devoted to God. And we do this by filling our life with prayer. See, prayer is our way to communicate with God. It allows us to be heard and for us to hear God. It opens the way to live in His presence. We must devote our life each day to reading the Bible. The Bible gives us information about God and tells us of his character. It tells us of his promises and his hope for our lives. The Bible gives us answers and wisdom for everyday living, not only for our interactions with each other, but also with God. Reading the scriptures will arm us in avoiding and defending ourselves against the evils in this world. In the midst of life's mayhem, People yearn for hope and peace, for solace and stability. We as believers build our faith as we cling to God's peace, God's hope, and God's love. In Romans, it says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And everything we do or everything we encounter We must go through it in faith. Now, what does it mean to have faith? Faith is the belief and the confidence towards God involving commitment to his will for one's life. It is a reliance on Christ and a commitment to him. You have a personal attachment to Christ. You stop relying on yourself and you rely on Christ for everything in your life. In fact, you could say the essence of faith is forsaking all, I take him. The book of John. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. And Jesus answered them, do you now believe indeed the hour is coming yes has now come that you will be scattered each to his own and leave me alone and yet i am not alone because the father is with me these things i have spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i have overcame the world those are the words spoken by our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Revelation 21 reminds us, God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no more sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. We as believers have a confident Christian hope. Hope is defined as joyful expectation of good things to come. So then Christian hope is the confidence and joyful expectation of good things to come. Our hope rests on the promises of God, who is the God of hope. And so we look forward to what is certain to come. Hope gives us strength and courage. So hope is a source of comfort. Hope gives us endurance. Jesus Christ said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. May we have the same faith in Christ and the courage to stand and say, It is well with my soul. Amen.